재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Since the year 2003, the South Korean government has laid out a roadmap with the focus of turning Seoul into a top three financial hub in Asia by the year 2020. However, recently the city seemingly is losing its luster as a financial center. We've had several high-profile foreign firms downsizing their businesses in the country or shutting down their operations altogether. So to tell us more about the situation and what the country can do to get on track and realize this uh, goal by 2020, although it might seem unrealistic now, we're joined by the Korea Institute of Finance Senior Advisor, Dr. Choi Gong-pil. Hello. Hello. Dr. Tre, thank you so much for joining us. First, uh, why are many foreign banks struggling or not satisfied with the South Korean market and deciding to leave the country altogether? Uh, basically, they they think uh, they cannot make uh, more profit by staying here. I think uh, we have a list of uh, uh, problems like aging population and uh, too much household debt. As well as geopolitical uncertainty, et cetera, et cetera. And, but the competition in the retail market is very fierce. And it, I think uh, that is the main driver they are moving out of the country. On top of that, they think uh, the capital problem in, in the host home country is a serious problem. So it's not just our factors that drives them out of, the, out of Korea. It's their own problem in, in their homeland, actually. So it's not completely Korea's fault. Uh, there are a lot of external factors in play, uh, and th- that is sort of combining to yeah. uh, bring about this result of why these foreign companies have decided to either scale back or or leave the country. It's often been criticized, as you know, Dr. Tre, that still this is not a friendly um, regulatory environment for foreign firms. Can you just highlight what some of the major policy or regulatory obstacles in the Korean financial markets that are sort of, a, I guess, one of the factors in terms of why foreign firms are having difficulties? Well, that factor has been uh, singled out as the most important uh, stumbling block. But uh, I think it, there are too much, maybe excess regulations in some respect. But uh, I think globally, these supervisory practices are, are kind of a streamlined and it, uh, they t- tend to be uh, identical across countries. So we, we, I think in terms of practices, it may be different from country to country, but uh, overall regulatory supervision practices is not that different from other, other countries. So I think uh, other than that, the, the main main factor why these big global houses are leaving countries is because of their own problem. And uh, uh, of course, we, we we are kind of closed. Uh, we have a closed environment. We, we are not really privy to. We are privy among ourselves, and we are not really open to to external uh, uh, players. But that that's something too much exaggerated mm. in my in my respect. So, in your view, it's more of a glass half full than glass half empty as far as the the regulatory environment in in Korea as to why uh, there might be difficulties there and maybe it's exaggerated in your view. But that being said, it's still not quite as open as, as a uh, Singapore or a Hong Kong, but I guess that's not feasible for the South Korean economy to be as open as, as those two places, right? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, every country has different backgrounds. And uh, for a country like uh, South Korea, which is uh, actually so is uh, slightly smaller than Singapore, and, and you cannot have a direct comparison with with Singapore in terms of financial openness. So uh, 
besides that, I think, uh, of course, there are rooms for improvement, but we have enough uh, uh, thorny issues in the financial area. So mm. it's not that easy. I don't know whether we can actually do this or that. It's just uh, if you look closely, there are so many uh, difficulties that's not that cannot be discussed in an open manner because yeah, every, everything is interconnected, basically. And we have a huge household debt, and right. that itself is a big problem. So please be, <laughs> I don't know. That's well, something, it, yeah. we know that it, this has been a long, ongoing project, right? The uh, This uh, ambition to become a... Asian financial hub to be one of the three main centers yeah. of finance, uh, along with Hong Kong and Singapore. Uh, the the number that was set, maybe artificially, but the number was by the year 2020. Uh, are those kind of, I suppose, goals that should not be really considered as hard deadlines? Well, uh, if you if you stop for a moment, that that we are experiencing this difficult because of the. the U.S. financial meltdown in, in 2008. And I, I think it's rather fortunate that we are not a hub of, of mm. Asia in terms of following footsteps of the U.S. global financial system. Uh, in other words, we, we cannot follow the wrong wrong lessons to be the financial hub of Asia. I think uh, that strategy is still alive, but it's, uh, it's basically reinventing the wheel. Mm. We are trying to achieve this kind of strategy through a fintech kind of hub, which is a different sort of financial infrastructure and the legacy, which is advanced or evolved manner compared to previous global financial system. So, I mean, it's not a dead story. It may be recast in a different form to put Korea into into a lead packing group, leader group, actually. In the future, um, the, the focus on um, fintech, then it would be a different, as you say, strategy of uh, reinventing the wheel. Uh, are we then looking at uh, as as the global environment? We don't know. We can't predict whether it gets better or worse. But the reality of these foreign firms deciding to uh, cut their losses here, uh, would you say the outlook then for financial regulators and people who want to keep promoting this is not as optimistic as it was in years before? Yeah, from traditional context, it's not, it cannot be an optimistic scenario going forward. It's a very, very green view, actually, to, to look forward. But I think there is a hope of, of uh, great hope for the future because, uh, uh, given the, our IT ICT background and uh, endowment, uh, there is no reason why we should sit here and uh, uh, just uh, uh, worry about the situation. We can actually make headway by preparing ourselves in terms of uh, uh, innovation, technology, etc. And on top of that, the most important thing is we have a, we have to have an open mindedness open-mindedness, and uh, everything should be connected. So if we actually have that kind of intellectual and the social consensus that we, we, we can be different from now, I think the, all, all the stories we talked discussed this afternoon can be, can be realized uh, pretty soon, actually. And are you confident that the policymakers right now also agree with the, uh, the vision that you're laying out and it will <laughs> kind of move in that path? Actually, unfortunately, we haven't really discussed it that much, but it's my personal view that, that 
uh, Korea has, is sitting on a huge amount of endowment and potential, but they just don't realize they this actually because they are in a silo manner. They just look at their stuff, and they just care about short-term results. So if you, if you, there is somebody who thinks long-term roadmap and we can connect everything together, we can actually make big progress. That's the point. All right. We're going to leave it there. Dr. Tre, thank you very much for your time and your analysis on this situation. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye. From the Korea Institute of Finance Senior Advisor, Dr. Tre Gong-pil, Seoul City News is up next.